It's important to understand that we are now saints, those who call Jesus Lord and bear true and faithful witness to Him, who still sin. We are not just sinners saved by grace. We are saints set apart to be used by God. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. That's from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. This is who we are in Christ. Our old nature is dead, but we still react to life through our conditioned responses and learned behaviors, emotions, and self-centered attitudes. In short, we are forgiven sinners. The challenge we now face is responding to the prompting of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. The more we respond, the more sin becomes abhorrent to us, and the more we become like Jesus. Over the years, I have struggled with being an angry driver when I get behind the wheel of a car. Incompetent and dangerous drivers have always been a pet peeve of mine. More times than not, I react very angrily when I get cut off, get behind a slow driver in a faster lane, or see speeding drivers weaving in and out of traffic. My conditioned response, because I have done it for so many years, is to yell, shake my head in disbelief, and throw up my hands. Recently, I realized the real culprit is pride. How dare they get in my way? How dare they slow me down? I have places to be. I know this behavior does not glorify God in the least. I have prayed for years to have more grace and mercy behind the wheel of a car. I am so grateful that I am better than I used to be, and some days are great, but I still have a ways to go in this and other sin areas of my life. It is an encouragement and praise that Jesus will give me strength in all things and any time I need it. I tell God that I am sorry any time I do something that doesn't glorify Him. Why? Not because I need to be saved and forgiven again, but because I am truly sorry. And I want my Heavenly Father to hear it from me. I may have grieved His Spirit, and may possibly be quenching the Holy Spirit's work in me. You may be thinking, are we still saved even though we still sin? Of course. The wonder of Christ's death on the cross is that He paid for all sins, past, present, and future. One clear sign of obedience and spiritual maturity is not wanting to knowingly sin and immediately asking God's forgiveness, even though we know we are forgiven. Since I came back to the Lord, I have discovered several fresh insights. As a new creation of God, I don't want to sin. When I get behind the wheel of my car, I intentionally remind myself not to do verbal battle. While watching TV, I am very sensitive to the dozens and dozens of shows that glorify sexual immorality, adultery, greed, divorce, idolatry, self-centeredness, and the like. I have made a covenant with God to not surf the Internet or watch TV to fulfill sexual fantasies.
I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a girl. That's in Job chapter 31, verse 1. Alcohol is no longer a part of my life. I realize that the Bible does not forbid alcohol consumption, but it warns me, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. I used to drink excessively in college and while in the Navy, which led to totally inappropriate behavior. I want my whole life to be under God's control now. I want to be emptied of me so He can fill me with the Holy Spirit. How about you? What specific sin or sins do you need to lay on the altar? Whatever they are, do it right this moment and let Jesus be your strength.